So I wanted to tell you this, and for those who have been paying attention here at Sacred Heart for the last couple of years may have already figured this out, but I have fallen in love. Now, it sounds a little bit shocking. I'm saying this to a camera. Please don't take it out of context. I've fallen in love with Our Lady of Fatima. And of course, all of the revelations and everything that happened there, in particular, the three shepherd children, St. Jacinta, St. Francisco, and servant of God, Lucia, everything about it is just incredible. And, you know, all of those revelations happened just a little over ago. And a lot of times when people hear about, you know, the revelations at Fatima, so quickly a lot of times, as I've heard one of my dear friends, Sister Angela, talk about, like people want to summarize it as, oh yeah, that's all about hell. You know, and just because during one of the apparitions in July of 1917, one of the secrets of Fatima is our Blessed Mother showed the three shepherd children a vision of hell. And sometimes people sort of try to summarize that. Well, part of that vision with those three shepherd children, all of them young, I think the oldest at the time was Sister Lucia at 11 years old. You know, so they see this vision of hell and yet, after the fact, what are they so concerned about is praying for the conversion of poor sinners. They don't see this terrifying vision and then sort of retreat into themselves and like from then on are only concerned about their own safety. Rather, from then on, rather than being terrified, although they did say that if they didn't already know that they were going to heaven, that they would have, the very first things that they asked Mary is, will we go to heaven? And she said for, for Jacinta and Francisco, yes, very soon, Lucia would have to wait a little bit longer, which for her turned out to be, what, like 80-something years, which is pretty incredible. That's a little in God's time. But anyway, so they see this vision of hell. What were they committed to then after that? Praying for the conversion of poor sinners. Now the thing is, as we look at these readings for today, and you see the way that Moses, as the responsible royal psalm says, stands in the breach to turn back the destructive wrath of God. That he has this love for the people. Now, as we know, if you've ever watched the Ten Commandments, Charlton Heston plays this very well. He can stand in the breach on the mountain and in great anger throw down the tablets of the Ten Commandments. Grind the golden calf into dust and throw it into the water to make the people drink it. And yet, he does that. And the reason why I start out by saying I've fallen in love is the fact that when I talk about Fatima, when I talk about everything that happened there, the fact that I've been so blessed to get to go back three times, and yet I share it with you because you don't have to go to the physical place of Fatima, Portugal to be overcome by the message that's lived out there. And what is that message? Pray. Why? to fall in love with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ who comes to us, who we're hearing all about in the gospel today, is he's saying to them all of these different aspects of the testimony toward him, you know, from scripture and the prophets, from John the Baptist, from his own signs, from our heavenly father, specifically at the baptism and the transfiguration, but 
everything points towards the fact that God loves us so much that he's entered into all of this with us. The danger is, is that we can so easily fall into indifference. Some of the prayers that the angel taught the shepherd children at Fatima were begging for reparation for all of the sins of the outrages, the sacrileges, and the indifferences against our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, I hope those of you listening to me have not had a hard time avoiding outrages and sacrileges against our Lord, but indifference. How scary that is, how easy it is to fall into the trap of a eh, whatever sort of attitude. How easy it is to fall into the trap of not realizing how incredible it really has changed the way that I live my life. And I'll give you just one example in the way that that love has sort of spilled out into other things here at Sacred Heart. Yesterday, we had one of those beautiful North Carolina days that makes it just so incredible down here. In fact, I think if it was this, that way every day of the year, we couldn't afford to live here. It's just so glorious where the sky is North Carolina blue. It's like just below 70 degrees at like 7 o'clock. I was walking in a park in the neighborhood that I've recently moved to, and I could hear the bells of our church ringing. And every hour, as you may know, we have the Fatima bells that play the beautiful little Ave Maria tune. And I heard that. And knowing that that's echoing out over Rowan County right now, obviously not over the entire county, that would probably break some noise ordinances, but as it goes out there, it's that reminder every hour that our Blessed Mother is striving to bring us closer to her son. That all the time throughout each and every day to stop and remember that there's something so much better than the golden calves of the world. There's something so much better than the sin that we often settle for. Heck, there's something so much better than a North Carolina afternoon. And I'll tell you this too, just to give you another personal insight. Yesterday was this, one of the greatest feast days of the whole year. In fact, I still don't understand why it's not a holy day of obligation. Obviously, the obligation would have been waived yesterday, but it's a huge holy day. I mean, it's the day that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We had a very busy day here at Sacred Heart yesterday, a lot of liturgies going on, a lot of beauty happening. It was incredible. And I also got to join into a rosary and re-consecration prayer from the shrine at Fatima, just right here on the other side of this wall. Prayed it as the Blessed Sacrament was exposed on the altar, as our Blessed Mother is right here in this beautiful statue from Fatima, joining in with the bishops in Portugal and Spain to re-consecrate ourselves to the Sacred Heart of Jesus through the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Anyway, at the end of all of that, I was excited, I was charged up, it was a great solemnity. I went to our local brewery, New Serum, I bought some beer, we got to enjoy it on the back porch. Is fantastic and it's nice to have those little breaks in Lent but you know what even as great as the local brewery is even as and by the way support your local breweries during this time it's very difficult anyway as great as all of this is as great as the weather is all of it will eventually not be enough enough to satisfy us the love of God 
And so often we all fall into the, tra- to the trap of going after the golden calf. We can all fall into the trap of being fallen sinners. And what did our Blessed Mother say to the shepherd children? Pray for these poor souls who go to hell because they have no one to pray for them. And the thing is, I think if we are going to be committed to souls, we first have to be in love with the one who saves us from our own sin. If we are in love, we want others to share in it as well. What have we done here at the parish? We have this beautiful statue of Our Lady of Fatima. We ring the bells all the time to remind people that that joy is in our world. We gather every first Saturday to, to do the first Saturday devotion. All of these things, why? Not to beat people over the head and tell them they're terrible because they're poor sinners. No, because we want to share with them the love that will not be overcome. That love that, once again, we get to participate in in this very Mass. Once again, Jesus Christ gives us his whole self in the Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity. His whole passion, death, resurrection, all contained within this the great glory and joy of participating in. Even if not physically present right now in this church, even if you're standing outside the walls, even if you're watching through the you know, wires and tubes of the internet, even if you're far away, he's not far away from us. My brothers and sisters in Christ, fall in love. And the great thing is, is that love is not diminished as it's spread. In fact, it grows. What we need to do is to overcome indifference. And I think right now, those shepherd children, obviously along with our Blessed Mother, are the perfect intercessors for this time. Saints Francisco and Jacinta died in the great Spanish flu epidemic of 1918, I'm sorry, yeah, 1918 till 1920. St. Jacinta said time and again that she wanted to be like Christ. She ended up dying as a result of that flu with an open wound in her side. Just like Christ. She died alone in a hospital, away from home, all the way down in Lisbon. She was away from everyone else, just like Christ. She loved our blessed mother, just like Christ. And the beautiful thing is, is that little nine-year-old pointed towards that love, shared that love with those around her, continues to intercede for us, striving to spread that love from heaven, we can participate in it as well. Don't settle for indifference. Don't settle for golden calves. Don't settle for the things that will inevitably disappoint us. World, Yes, laugh, dance, enjoy the beautiful sunshine. But remember that the sunshine points to the love of the sun that can never be extinguished. The love of the Son of God who speaks to us in the gospel today, who speaks to us in this Mass, giving us himself once again. That is the love that is worth giving our all for. That is the love that's worth, if you want, looking foolish in front of others, if you will, to share it with them, to make sure that they know that something is that good, that's willing, it's ready, worth standing up in front of an internet camera to say, I have fallen in love. And the great thing that I want for you is to fall in love as well.
so often overcome by fear and indifference and hatred. And we know all those things are there. And we can stand there and we can, you know, talk about how bad they are and how terrible everything has gotten. But the great thing about the miracle at Fatima, about living that message, is not just focusing on the hell that is there and is apparent, but rather looking at the opposite, looking at the fact that real and true love exists, that it's there, that he has a name, that Jesus Christ is in our midst and has given us so much to draw us into his love, his blessed mother and great cloud of witnesses that is the saints, in particular, those shepherd children, and all of those around us who are striving to live that message. May we all fall in love. May we draw more and more people into love of Jesus Christ and know then we have nothing to fear, nothing to be merely indifferent about. But if we do that, if we stay close to him, we will truly find what we're looking for, what's worth falling in love with Jesus Christ now and forever.